When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is March 8th, 2022, and spoiler alert, Dolph Ziggler is your new NXT champion. Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Conowan, NYC Demon Diva Issa. Tonight, Tuesday, so much to talk about. NXT Roadblock, last week they announced it and we went home for it. Tonight we had this televised event Issa, to you first. What did you think of tonight's show? I had a great time watching tonight's episode of NXT. I thought it was a very, very fun episode. A couple of endings that I was not expecting. Fun endings. I'm excited to talk about it, honestly. Alfred? I'm excited to talk about it, too. I thought this was a very good show from beginning to end. Uh, A lot of good stuff on this show. Even some of the bad stuff was entertaining, maybe for the wrong reasons, (laughs) but... I was not unentertained for a minute of the show, and that's very rare for NXT 2.0. So I thought they delivered tonight. I thought they brought it. Yep. Yes, but before we get into the show, Alfred, what's going on in the news? Ooh, big news day today. I don't know if you guys heard the big news story for the day. Around noon Eastern, it was announced that Aaron Rodgers has re-signed with the Green Bay Packers $200 million, four years, $153 million guaranteed. All these winners who wanted to cancel Aaron Rodgers, I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait a little longer because he's now the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Aaron Rodgers of your Green Bay Packers and mine is returning to the best team in the world with the best wide receiver in the league, Devontae Adams, who the Packers also signed to a one-year franchise tag worth over $20 million, well worth it. The Green Bay Packers are running it back, and I'm calling it right now, guys. Packers on the Bills in the Super Bowl in 2022. I'm running it back. Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers for the next four years, the president of Green Bay and Lambeau Field gets another term. You excited about that, East? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I just wish next time you give me like a heads up because I was about to drop a glass to make the glass break in effect because <laughs> I thought we were going into a different news story. So I'm glad that I waited on that. Good for your Green Bay Packers. Happy for you, Alfred. Now, the Packers, they play cricket, right? That's uh, It's actually lacrosse, but very close. Oh. Very close. Cool. I was. I knew I was close. Race across team of the league and a related story. Your Milwaukee Bucks have won five games in the row, longest win streak in the East. I'm just saying. So let's get into the wrestling news, ladies and gentlemen. Someone called Steve Austin has accepted Kevin Owens' challenge. I think a lot of us expected that. It was released on WWE social media account. And before I get your guys' reaction, I want to read verbatim what Austin said that I thought was interesting. He said, "If you want to call this a KO show." a match, a fight, a brawl, whatever. I will guarantee you this. In Dallas, Texas, where I started my career at WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to open up one last can of whoop-ass on you, Kevin Owens. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so, Issa. Yo, I was mad hyped for that. I'm not going to lie. I they, they worked me good last night on Monday Night Raw. When the show ended, they played the glass breaking, and I really thought Stone Cold was about to come out. Um uh, 
you know, for a match segment or brawl that wasn't supposed to happen, they filmed a very high production uh, video clip to respond to it quite fast. So I'm just going to throw that out there. A lot of people were saying, you know, it's not going to happen. But that, that was that was a very fast turnaround because KO just called him out. I'm so excited. I'm not going to lie. I am here for this. Whatever you want to call it. As long as we hear the glass breaking in Dallas and Stone Cold just stuns someone, I'm going to be happy. I think it's got to be a match because we've had him show up and just stun people. There's nothing special about that. It's not. Oh, Glenn, Glenn, you stop. Do not take a turn to negative town, please. No, I'm saying he's got to do more than that because if they're marketing as a match, there's got to be. Now, granted, I'm not saying he has to come out there, you know, and show off his entire repertoire. Of moves, but there's got to be like, more. Okay, I'll shut up. I was gonna yeah. say it's not very many. He's a brawler. He's, he's not like your out. five-star technical wrestler. He's so. got to come out. He's got to do the Hollywood blondes. He's got to do the entrance, so everyone you know knows who it is who's coming out. No, what we need to do is he needs to come out to his old WCW theme song no. just for a throwback. You know? Yeah, and you know, uh, and Bill himself is the ringmaster. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> yeah. He needs to come out with Ted DiBiase, as I think. I think they need to just go full troll. Let me tell you something, Glenn. I was in Dallas, Texas when he did deliver a stunner, and yes. the place went wild for that. I was there too when he did that to New Day and uh, the League of Nations. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, it was very fun. And let me, yes. I don't think he's going to have so, a How were we all there? You guys, we were all there. And we didn't even know we were going to be doing this later on together. I know. I, mean, I was there as a fan. Works. I wasn't even doing anything in the business. I think that weekend I got my first taste because I happened to be at the taping, bought scalped tickets to access to all the NXT tapings that day. And I happened to be right next to Izzy and it was after Bailey lost and Bailey hugged Izzy and I got a photo of that. And that was like a big, that was like a tweet that blew up for me. So it was like my first taste of wrestling (laughs) media that weekend. This viral sensation. Wow. Yeah. Look at so, you. Look at you. You watch all those NXT episodes taped there. Uh, I'm, I'm like right there on the ramp side. For I'm going to go back and watch. Yes. They're for Enzo Cast versus American Alpha. All of it. Tessa Blanchard uh, jobbing out to somebody. He's there for all of it. But no, I think, I think it'll be really cool to see Stone Cold do this. But that's what I'm saying. It's like they've trotted him out before for it's like, oh, stunner beer. But we got we to gotta step it up this time. The fans and I think they realize more. that. I think that speaks to it with the promo they did. I don't think we're getting a match, but I think it'll come as close to a match as possible. I just think from Stone Cold's standpoint, he doesn't want to do another match. He does want to officially stay retired. He doesn't want to do anything too tricky that'll, you know, complicate his neck issues. But I do think we're getting spots. I do think it's going to be an extended brawl, and I think it's going to be a match without technically being a match. He did mention that he lost his last match 19 years ago, and he's and that's been eating him alive, and he's excited that Kevin Owens woke up that side. So I felt like the promo was perfectly done to where you're, you don't know what you're teasing, but you know we're getting stone cold. Yeah. Kevin Cacatin, that's a name. I'm down with that. Love alliteration. $5 Super Chat. Haven't been able to sit through a full episode of Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, and Dynamite, but NXT 2.0 has grown on me, and I can wow. sit through the full show. What a take. I love that. Very Hello, interesting. Kevin. Team NXT 2.0 over everything else, says Kevin Cacketon. I once felt that way. NXT 2.0 tonight yeah. was good, but it's been a while since they've consistently been putting on entertaining shows. Tonight was better, though. Tonight was better than it's been in a while. I just don't agree with how the show ended. 
Well, here's going to be a good end to somebody's career because Psycho Sid is going to possibly be inducted in the Hall of Fame. Let me tell you, Psycho Sid is my favorite version of this Sid character. Uh, it was in the Attitude Era, right before the Attitude Era. I absolutely loved Psycho Sid, so I'm very happy to see him getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, the ruler and master of the world, Glenn. Uh, Cindy Lauper's still not in the Hall of Fame. I feel that, you know what? Here's my new rule. I'm not acknowledging anyone as a WWE Hall of Famer until Cindy Lauper's in the Hall of Fame. Not even The Undertaker. You all, will... your, your accolades don't mean anything to me, and I ignore them, and they don't exist until Cindy Lauper, not the celebrity wing, like Lance Storm said, she was a manager. She was there. She helped put WWF on the map. Until Cindy Lauper gets in, the Hall of Fame doesn't even exist to me. You use the word acknowledge, and there should only be one person that you're acknowledging <laughs> in WWE right now. So excited for Psycho Sid. I think this this Hall of Fame class is shaping out to be a very big one, too. Like, they just um, recently announced Vader, Vader going in. So I, I'm so excited because there's a lot of actual legends like that did a lot going into this, this Hall of Fame this year. Legitimate, yes, but yeah. there's not the woman who got captain lou albano in her music video who put all the wrestlers in the video for goonies are good enough who showed up managing wendy richter helped get that match on mtv and get eyeballs to the original wrestlemania until we acknowledge cindy Lauper, there is no hall of fame yeah it does Look, when it happens when it happens, I want Glenn. I want Glenn to induct Cindy Lauper. Whenever this happens, Glenn <laughs> needs to be the person to induct Cindy Lauper. It needs to happen. Mr. T, Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's where I was going with this. It does sound like an overstatement, but Mr. T and Cindy Lauper had more to do with the mainstream popularity of WWE during that golden age than about 90% of the wrestlers who have ever existed. Like Their involvement in wrestling when they were hot really helped it put it in the mainstream light. So they're very important contributions to wrestling. 75% of what broke WWF, Rocky Three, Mr. T, and Cindy Lauper. That's fair. Yeah, that could, 75%, that's fair. We need to write this wrong. Girls Quantum Leap yep. style. She has a whole lot of heart. Are we sure that Cindy Lauper? Is Cindy, oh no, that was Wendy Richter, because... I think she was inducted by Cindy Lauper because I remember seeing Cindy Lauper at the Hall of Fame. I don't think she was inducted though. She yeah, needs to be in the Hall of Fame, and it comes up every year, every year. And you get people like Sami Zayn that's like, "I just realized Cindy Lauper's not in the Hall of Fame," because you assume it. You say, "Well, if we've got Drew freaking Carey and Kid Rock, you think, oh well, Cindy Lauper must have been like in the first class, right? One of the all-time great." Celebrity musical crossovers wrestling, but no. They're saving it. <sighs> They're saving it for next year. Um, it should have happened in New York. I mean, New York would have been, because that's that's her home turf. It would have made all the sense in the world. Justin Smith, $4. Happy International Women's Day to my Shiro Issa. Hey, that would have been a good announcement for International Women's Day. It's tonight they announced that Cindy Lauper goes into the Hall of Fame. Why not? And WWE loves to capitalize on anything to make themselves look like they're at the okay. forefront. She'll come. She's coming. Her time is coming. Stella Justin Lopez, 499. This is all a rehash of Austin on Piper's pit at WrestleMania 21, which led to Austin and Piper being down Carlito. This is a letdown. I wanted a match. All caps. Match. Well, yeah, listen, you don't want to fall for these... Uh... 
chatter and rumors and speculation because ultimately there are times where they will let you down. To be fair, WWE never really officially came out and said he's coming back for a match, but the speculation was out there and it looks like he's coming back for more than just your standard segment. I do think these two are going to have an extended brawl that will make people happy. And let me correct the record, Paul Myers. Cindy Lauper did not refuse the Hall of Fame. Bruce Pritchard, when he was out of the WWE completely and doing a podcast, I made some offhand comment of thinking uh, that he'd heard she turned it down. In a tweet thread with Lance Storm, Sami Zayn, and myself, Cindy Lauper confirmed she never was asked and has no <laughs> recollection of turning it down. Where was I for that tweet thread? That sounds Receipts. Like Glenn because, got receipts. Because this happens every year. Every year, this conversation happens. And just once and for all, we need to correct it. We need to come correct, make it all happen. Our final news story. Raw averaged 1.775 million, essentially flat with what they did last week. And I do think they would have gotten a bump had they just advertised that Kevin Owens was going to make a big announcement. And maybe people would have thought that Austin would be on the show or whatnot. But Raw essentially flat with last week. Tony Khan has ruined big announcements. Yeah. <laughs> he's monopolized them is what he's done. For yes. better or worse. Yeah, but when work. he has things to make big announcements and about, I don't know, like a brand new women's title belt, which is beautiful, that he doesn't announce. That can just, you know, nobody needs to know about it. But all the random things he has to make a big deal about. Just throwing that out there. Yes, it was massive enough of an announcement for Tony Khan to go out there all energetic and announce it. Mia Lee, 499, with a super chat before we even went on the air, saying Lash versus Nikita going to be fire. Shane and Miz equals Grayson Waller, Creed Pro going to win. A stand and deliver. Who y'all got as the four in the ladder match? Can't wait to see a kid. Uh, the four in the ladder match. What do you think? Interesting. Well, we already have Tony D'Angelo's already pretty much confirmed he's going to be in it. So the yes. ghost's going to be there. Skeet There's a qualifier next week, right? Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, they announced one qualifier. They said they were going to make people qualify for it. So I don't care as long as Tony D'Angelo wins, to be honest, Mia. I'm torn between the goat and Carmelo Hayes, but either, either would make me very happy. Yeah. He was out tonight in an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Car bloating. Drowning his yeah. sorrows in pasta and bread. We've all been there, Tony. I get it. I live it. For me, that's every Wednesday night. I'm with you. But he needs to make his triumphant ascension to an NXT championship. Already overdue. His time's coming. It was overdue week three. I'd say it was overdue week one. Day one. Day one. Yes. Agreed. You know, here we're on like the 30th anniversary of my cousin Vinny. And uh, what better way to celebrate than giving Tony D'Angelo a, ch a championship? <laughs> You're right. Okay. What, what do we got? Is that the news? Is that everything? That is the news, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers, four years, $200 million. What would you do with $200 million, Len? Well, first off, you're going to lose like 60% of that to taxes. So it's really like 80 million. Then you got your friends, your family, everyone you ever loan money to comes out saying that you owe them. You know, they help build you. They help make you. Then you have to give a significant portion to charity. Or you'll go Lucky to for Aaron Rodgers, he talked to his family. So, you know, he was thinking ahead on this one. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, really, when all is said and done, you know, maybe you're left with like 50 million. And then with inflation, that's really like a good, that's like a solid 30. And at that point, why even bother? It's like, it's like you're just giving the government money. You know, it's like you're in the hole. You're worse off than when you started. 
You know what he should do for the money? He should bribe WWE into inducting Cindy Lauper into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Or if I ever get a fortune, World Watch Out, I'm blowing it all by being, bringing a Grease 2 to Broadway. That will be, <laughs> that will be uh, my, my big splurge. That's how I will burn through tens of millions of dollars. Here for it. It'll be awesome. Issa, what about you? What'd you what would you do with $200 million? In Puerto Rico, you might not even have to pay taxes on that. Yeah, I wasn't going to pay taxes regardless. I'll escape to a different country once I get caught. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably buy every single pair of shoes, designer shoe that exists in the world. Also, I will buy front row seats to every show Roman Reigns is on, just so that I can get that really good view, you know? That's Issa, I know. <laughs> Why don't you just hire Roman Reigns at that point to be like your manservant? Yeah, like what Toxic Attraction did with Idris. I don't, I don't <laughs> want him to be a manservant. I'll, I'll, I'll pay him to make me his woman servant. <laughs> you could be like your uh, Farnsworth Bentley or something, you know? Just, uh... I don't know. I just want to like open my eyes every morning. He's just standing there saying, "Acknowledge me." That will whatever that costs, two hundred million. Here you go. There you go. <laughs> Wrestling is horny again, and tonight was NXT 2.0. Uh, speaking of which, if you didn't watch Friday night, oh man, Friday night, you know, we go big on this podcast, and sometimes it doesn't succeed, but apparently Friday night, people really enjoyed the podcast. So if you, uh, yeah. if mm-hmm. you haven't listened to that, uh, it was something different. We tried, and apparently we kind of succeeded. So. <laughs> I say on, on Tuesdays, we keep wrestling horny, and on Fridays, we keep it classy. It's true. NXT 2.0 is horny on main, so we can keep it, you know. <laughs> it's the horniest <laughs> wrestling show on TV. That should be it the is. promos. Like, they should basically <laughs> cut NXT 2.0 promos look like Temptation Island and just put that on. I think that's how they pop the rating. Yeah, they could. Sex you know? And just be the horniest wrestling show on television. Has any show ever marketed itself with horny in the tagline? Because I think uh, this could be a game changer, you know? I'm sure, but uh, that, 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 that <laughs> might be out of something. I'm thinking about the NXT logo for Stand and Deliver. And you've got the cowboy horns. You can put the horns on there and start it there. Just call it the horniest show. The horniest show since Golden Girls, NXT 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Kacken in $5 super chat saying, yes, Isa, become ungovernable. Hell yeah. Los ingobernables. <laughs> uh, so tonight we opened with the Dusty Rhodes, the women's tag team classic semifinals, Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai versus Raquel Gonzalez and Cora Jade. And I think we predicted on this podcast that Wendy and Dakota were going to go over and make mm-hmm. it to the finals. But Alfred, what did you think of this match? I thought it was pretty good. They're very ambitious storytelling. I, I like this match for its story, what they did with Raquel Gonzalez being hurt and not wanting to leave the match. I thought they did a good job creating an emotional connection with this match and then protecting Raquel, who ultimately took the pinfall. Even with Dakota Kai telling that story of her having the split personalities that really triggered during her fight with Raquel Gonzalez and might be doing something with that down the road. So I thought very intricate, very ambitious for a match. And, um, you know, the wrestling itself was okay. And we would go on to see much better wrestling, um, you know, which is not the fault of this match. I just thought that the wrestling got better over the night. But I thought the story for this match was very good. 
And uh, I think uh, Dakota Kai and Wendy True are winning this whole thing. Isa? Yeah, I love how over Wendy Chu is. Like, when she comes out, the crowd was just so behind her. And you love to see it. Um, I was a little jealous that when she fake fell asleep, everybody went quiet. I wish people had that level of respect for when I'm sleeping. Uh, I thought it was good storytelling. I agree. I, I, I personally thought that Raquel and... Um, and Cora were going to go further, but I'm very shocked at this result. This would be one that I was okay with, but didn't think they would go through with it because Raquel being such a dominant champion. Um, fun match. I love Wendy Chu. She keeps growing on me week after week. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's so over with the crowd too. I think uh, this was a fun match. Maybe not the best wrestling we saw tonight, but I'm excited for them to advance and see what happens next. Uh, but yeah, I think they could very well end up winning this entire thing. Yeah. I like it. I want to see where it goes. Wally's World 90, Buck 99, uh, saying Wade Barrett's all-time comment tonight, the master beta tonight. <laughs> Yeah, like that's what there's there's moments every week where I'm like, HBK is in charge of this show. Like there's just <laughs> things that happen where I go, yep, like the humor, just all of it. It's just like, like, you know, this is the one guy that's just giggling at all this. And Vince respects him enough to leave him alone for uh, the most part, you know? Wade and Vic Joseph have very good chemistry. So you can tell they're really friends. They're really good at playing off each other. Yes, but I still miss Beth Phoenix. Yes. yes, of course, of course. Jody Charles Jenkins, Canadian $2 with the appropriate Canadian comment. Glenn with millions, Degrassi on Broadway. Degrassi's coming back to uh, HBO Max next year, and it's going to be a darker, edgier Degrassi. What's so. with all these dark turns for these shows? Can we have any joy in this world? If there's you, anything this world needs right now, it's joy. We don't want the dark You got Aaron Rodgers. What more joy do you need? Let and us dark people, let us like people that are into dark things enjoy these kind of things. You you I got your Aaron Rodgers. I feel the way I feel right now. I want everybody no. to feel that way. <laughs> and, and Degrassi was always dark. It was all teen pregnancy and school shooting and uh, someone's got an eating disorder <laughs> You know, or like self harm, or getting busted for in a thong yeah. to school, like Degrassi. Drake in a wheelchair. Drake in a wheelchair. Drake in a wheelchair. Never Poor forget, Jimmy. man. Poor Jimmy Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget. Uh, so, but we even got a darker version of the Batman, which I didn't think it was possible to make Batman any darker, but they did it with the Batman. Go see the movie. I'm gonna go see it again tonight. Oh wow! Really. Then swing by Applebee's after. Are you going to Applebee's before or after? I think it's good before because I don't want to be sad and then go to Applebee's. You know what I mean? Right, right. Okay. The waiting room is going to be waiting for a long time because the Batman is a long movie. (laughs) They can wait, though. (laughs) Three hours is fine. It's it's been longer. Yes. It's funny every time you mention uh, the waiting room, I think of Quantum Leap, the waiting room in Quantum Leap. And they announced today that Ernie Hudson it's going to be in the reboot that's uh, shooting a pilot. I'm very excited about this. Ooh. It's going to be good. Good times. Uh, so what happened next? Creed. Creed laid out in the parking lot. Finally, <laughs> Bro. justice for people that dislike Creed. If you've been waiting to see Creed beaten up, lying in a parking lot, this is the closest you're going to get to that. 
I can't stop laughing at that segment because the way the camera panned into it, they were just laying there like the invisible man had just attacked them. <laughs> like one of them <laughs> ripped his jacket off while he was on the floor. The other one like trying to do like a kip up, like he but he couldn't. Like he was still fighting an invisible force. <laughs> this was the funniest thing I seen all week. I mean. I feel bad. I thought the dangerous NXT parking lot was the full sale one, and we were back to safety. Apparently not. Yeah, they even made mention of the parking lot, how dangerous it was. But no, I agree with you, Issa, on that. One of the harder things to do for like new wrestlers is selling, and I think that's something that the Creed brothers are going to have to learn over time. And that's all they had to do on this, and so that and it was equally as ridiculous in terms of them having to it sell so, for an extended it period. It was of time. so freaking funny. He grabbed like a crowbar and just threw it so angrily, and it was just it was it was hilarious. I know it wasn't intended to be funny, but I got a great laugh out of that. Maybe it was uh, the Invisible Man. Uh, Corey Trench, $2, saying the dark version of Degrassi's Euphoria. Yes, that's a great super chat. That's a great super chat, Corey. I haven't watched Euphoria yet because I'm like, oh, this just looks like a downer. Like, period? You haven't watched the first season or the second season? Nope. Oh, you're missing out, man. You got it. I mean, yeah, maybe it is a downer, but it is phenomenal television. You got to check that out. I, I got I got talked into it and I haven't started it because I've been so busy. I'm gonna save it for this weekend where there's no wrestling because I, when I get into a show I have to like watch the whole thing. So I'm feeling I'm gonna binge watch it. So I wanna start it when I have time to at least make it for a couple of episodes. It's amazing. You guys are gonna love it. I don't want to build it up too much, but it's it's very. Good. I, I just think you also have to be in the right mood. You know what I mean? It's like to watch. It's like watching a movie like Green Room or something. You're like, okay, I have to really want to just be tense and stressed out and on edge the whole time. And I'm always in that mood, so it makes no <laughs> difference. <laughs> there you go, Kevin. Uh, Kelvin, our Alexander five dollar super chat. I appreciate the mass amount of cake in the Last Legend Nikita Lion segment. I missed it. Was it like a Carvel uh, ice cream cake or cake, was it like cake, 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 cake? Sheet cake or carrot? I am a big fan of the carrot cake. Uh, uh, it was a very good cake there. Um, and if you miss it, I don't blame you because you probably blinked and that's why you missed it because it was so short. Just when it was getting good, they just ended the segment. I was ready for somebody to take their earrings off. Not one earring came off. Not one shoe flew. They just started to argue and then they cut away from it. Travesty. They should have gotten at least five more minutes. Agreed. We will t- talk about that segment. Terry Allen Jr. 540 saying 2K22 is very fun, very deep gameplay, and recommend the tutorial. Ooh. Did you play? Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm not having my heart broken again on this. Like every time, it's like, oh, I'm not going to buy it, and then some stuff comes out, and I have this weird FOMO, and I get it, and I'm just, I regret it every time, every time. I'm, I'm just waiting to it. see more people play it. But so far, based on what I've seen, it looks incredible. So I might mm-hmm. just get it. I, I can't tell you how many times I've... Well, today, because when it was came, coming out, there was all kinds of screenshots. And how many times I mistook the screenshot for something that was real or that acts like, I don't remember this happening, or somebody who looked real. That's how realistic they look. And I, I've heard very good things about the gameplay on this game. I'm going to get suckered into buying this again, aren't I? It's going to happen again. Then I'll be disappointed. Bad bunnies in it, Glenn. Just for that alone, you should be buying it. I like to get it. I like to make my own wrestler. Looks like a buff version of me. I name him Glenergy. <laughs> Put him in a storyline. Like, you know, I, I, I get really involved, is, is what I'm saying. And uh, Glenergy, please change your Twitter name to that, please. Glenergy. <laughs> Glenergy. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they never have my name in the game. So I always pick some weird, weird combination of things. Like I think last year I was like Guy Goldman, the webmaster. Like I just chose like three interesting things to put together. When you do like the storyline mode as Glenergy, does it end in a lights out match? Oh, I wish. Do they even have lights out matches in the game? I don't think so. They, they should, but if you're Glenergy, they yeah. should end in a life. Just for you, they should just add it, just <laughs> yeah. for that name. <laughs> Absolutely. The promos would be fire for that. Yes. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll have to pick it up. What about you, Issa? When you create a wrestler, what's the wrestler's name? It doesn't look like you. Uh, no, I usually don't create a wrestler. I just go in online and play against people. I never done the story. Maybe I'll do it with this one if I get it. Maybe I'll, if I create her, I'll send you a picture. And I think you can play online as your created characters. Alfred, what about you? My nephew created a me, and she actually did look like me. So. so there you go. Alfred, how about yourself? Oh, you already know, the African Blackhawk. <laughs> they have a created entrance, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> pyro that's like white-colored pyro that comes out of smoke or something like that. I think it'd be fire. There you go. We should find my a way. Has an, my friend has an e-fed, and he made me like the demon diva, and, and I come out to the demon Valor's entrance. It's too long <laughs> of an entrance. <laughs> I gotta see that. There you go. Uh, so, Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley, and Fallon Henley got the win. Very shocking. But why? But why? Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. Unacceptable. <laughs> they really seem to be in that Fallon out of nowhere because she's now getting a lot of screen time and she. She doesn't even go and... here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so upset, and I thought Tiffany looked great tonight, but. I mean, 50-50 booking. We couldn't have an entire show without a little bit of 50-50 booking thrown in there. So why not have Tiffany Stratton lose? Maybe her daddy broke up with her. Maybe she doesn't have that sugar daddy anymore. Now nobody's paying for her matches to be fixed. Wow. Somebody should check on her. That has to be the reveal. Why have they never done that? Where she says, like, to just be like, wait, it's not her father? Like, that... Again, in the promos for the horniest show on TV, NXT 2.0, just it writes itself, people. Uh, so uh, Fallon was joined in her celebration by Brooks and Dunn in the ring. Hey. Okay, okay, here we go. We can all agree tonight was the best Chase University segment ever. Yes. That's exactly what I thought when I, I'm like, oh I thought God, to myself, yes. they're getting better at writing these things because he's now kind of starting, they're a lot more clever in how he's cursing. I thought the, the bars that he had tonight were very good. If I would have been a t-shirt, that would have been me. I'm glad I didn't choose that as a career. I love this segment so much. And the student's eye was so messed. It was, <laughs> I, I, I thought it was entertaining. I'm sorry. I thought it was great. When he threw the ball at the student, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And you don't have to apologize for that. Chase, Andre Chase is really slowly grown on me, but like in yeah. spades, like every week he grows even more. And I think like he's he's somebody who I think they've taken the time and built this into a character in terms of even when he wrestles, the way he's presented, I think he's presented as a star. And I, I really like what they're doing with him. Yeah. He's got, you know, he, he's like Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss rolled into one person. But funny. Yes, but, but legitimately funny. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, Happy and, and Corbin's okay to... funny. Happy Corbin was very funny. Like Madcap is just not. Yeah, and that, that's Madcap has a great. Yeah, he has a great Scottish accent. So, uh, Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes, hanging out in the barber shop, talking about four challengers that stand and deliver in the ladder match. Alfred, what'd you think of this promo? I liked it. I thought this was an improvement from the last time they were in the barber shop. Thought they were just having a conversation, talking about how he could beat everybody, being arrogant, being a heel. I, I like this. I want to hang out at the barber shop. Yeah, I thought this was a big improvement from the last time, dialogue-wise, right? I thought the, the last time they did the barbershop, they got the, the mood and the vibes right, but the, the dialogue was a little off. I can see that kind of conversation happening. I love when they were teasing him, like, well, how many people should you face? You know, and the guy was like seven, and he was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it made me laugh. There was a lot of this segments that I usually don't enjoy that I thought NXT did well today. I did think they put too many of them back-to-back. Like, it felt like we had a whole, like, half hour of the show yes. just this little vignette but they they did a good job i love the barber shop and mellow don't miss mellow don't miss i really hope this builds up to brutus the barber beefcake coming into the barber shop with his application <laughs> and they crumble it up when he leaves and shoots and he makes it because mellow doesn't miss right <laughs> i love that actually <laughs> so lashing out with lash legend tonight special guest nikita lyons um we had praise for her debut match two weeks ago. We liked what they did with her, her uh, backstage segment last week. Issa, how do you think this lived up tonight with their confrontation and furthering their feud tonight? Very happy to see Lashing out coming back because once they made Lash Legend start wrestling, they stopped having these kind of segments. And I personally enjoyed them. Don't Nikita Lyons look great she looked beautiful i like the brawl like alfred said it just early it ended a little too early i wanted to see more of it i i thought the butt implants line caught me and then nikita just saying i'm all natural listen that is actually i don't know who wrote this segment but those lines i can actually see two girls going at it in real life or in social media saying those things to each other Mm -hmm. and that's what i enjoyed about it me too. I thought this felt very real. In terms of an argument, this felt yeah. more on the real side. And I mean, it was so quick. I was so shocked at how quick it was because they built this up last week as like an actual segment. And I'm thinking we're going to get the whole thing. And um, I just felt like they cut it off way too early because I was enjoying this while it was going on. And both these women are stars. I-, I really feel like they really need to keep Lash Legend and develop her with this show until she's ready to get in that ring because this is mm. really doing wonders for her in terms of getting her over, I think. And endearing her to like social media, endearing her to the crowd, uh, I think this is a good vehicle for her until maybe you know for a couple of months so you can really build that connection. If they would have cut to the audience eating cake, would have been great. (laughs) With Nikita, though, I think they're going to slow her momentum if they don't get her in the ring again soon or get her in a storyline that just really pops. Um, maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe her wrestling abilities are a bit beyond her promo abilities right now, which is why we're going to get these shorter promos. Uh, because we saw, I mean, it's just unfortunate. Her pre-debut promos were not nearly as good as what they've done since. So I don't know. I think they got to do something just to, uh, get, get in on this momentum that she has right now. They're doing this backwards with both these women. I feel like because Nikita Lyons' debut was much longer than it should have been. A, she should have squashed her just to look dominant, and B, because she's limited. But they're making their matches a lot longer, and their promos are a lot shorter. It's completely backward from what they should be doing with both of them. Yeah. 
Justin Smith, $5, saying, imagine Dakota Kai, Wendy Chu, and Misty from Yellow Jackets as a stable. Yes. Much love to my favorite wrestling ink trio. Make it happen. That would be crazy. I, I actually love it. Misty would just poison the entire roster until she was yeah. champ. <laughs> yep, she would. She would. But speaking, out of love. Out of love. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, on Yellow Jackets Buzz, the podcast, we got an interview that came out last week with uh, Kevin Alves, who plays Travis on the show. Whoa. A lot of good insight. Check it out. Really yep. good interview. Really, he's so different from his character. And he's 30, playing like a 17-year-old. Dude is aging well. Uh, so, MSK is going to fill in for Imperium tonight. But then we had the last man standing match. LA Knight versus Grayson Waller. Very lengthy match. With, but it was uh, good. It yes. was fun. This was match of the night to this point. To this yep. point, when this was over, wow. I was like, wow, that's, I don't think anybody's going to have do that and i was wrong about yeah. that but i thought it was a very good match sango was there uh grayson waller ended up getting the win alfred uh 30 seconds tell the crowd why this was such a good match it was an incredible match i thought they had a lot of entertaining spots i thought it was a creative finish and i thought the match had very very good heat and i really did like that finish of you know it's kind of cheap but it's a heel who uses manager stand up i thought this was very good Isa. The way he got thrown onto that table, oh my goodness. And I thought they were going to destroy the Toxic Lounge. I was very scared for a second that they were going to, because they were so close to the Toxic Lounge. For Last Man Standing match, I didn't feel, while it was lengthy, it was very action-packed. I didn't feel the stopping to count affected it too much, and I appreciated that, because that's the one thing I don't like about Last Man Standing match. I always feel like that countdown takes you out. It didn't feel that with this. I thought this was a really fun match. Uh, Grayson Waller used his heel ways to win, and I can't wait to see what's next, but I really enjoyed this, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Even Stellar Justin Lopez tweeted me, like, are you putting over a Grayson Waller match? And I'm like, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Last man standing matches have a tendency to go on way too long, and this did yeah. not feel um, right. as drawn out. This actually felt very reasonably paced. I, I hate last man standing matches. There's no ma last man standing match that'll get me excited, but they did a great job with this one. Last man standing match is like a 60 minute Iron Man match, except it might actually go longer than 60 minutes. Yeah. That's the problem with last man standing match. <laughs> we should uh, take last man standing match and like do the time with the counts and then like, like take out how long the referees took counting and see what the match actually is. I will be very <laughs> curious about the stat. 30% of the match, just yeah. false finishes. That'd be a good nine counts. Yeah. Do they have to count till nine? Can't you get off a little bit sooner if you're going to get off? Like, you know, yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> and it's weird, too, because um, the wrestlers have more time to, to, to rest during the match. So, yeah, it's uh, – but this was good tonight. It was intense. There were a lot of good spots in this. Um I'm still not into these guys, but I thought tonight this this was a good match. And they put over Grace. No 50-50 booking here. He beat LA Knight last time. He beat him again, so they're really putting him over. Yeah. Uh, high point of the evening, Tony D'Angelo eating in an Italian restaurant owned by his cousin Mikey. Amazing. They got to pay off his cousin Mikey. They got to add him to the team. It seemed yeah. like they were going somewhere for a second with that tonight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to know more about Mikey. I want to have a cousin, Mikey, that owns a restaurant. I want to eat free Italian food. 
Tony D'Angelo is just amazing. Yeah. He eats food I... with more charisma than Kyle O'Reilly ever had in this company. <laughs> oh, come on, Mr. Charisma. <laughs> this is a good promo, but uh, yeah, probably the ladder match. That's probably what he's going to announce. But man, they're taking their sweet no, time. No, he's going to go for Dolph Ziggler. He should. I you can't believe so? I'm saying those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like if Braun gets called up, which I do not think is out of the realm of possibility after not tonight, after last night, yeah, not after last you. night. I bet you so, Vince saw him on Raw last night. And he was like, "You're never going back, pal." Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, you got the title off him. Good. Okay, he starts tomorrow. It's like, no, yeah. we got Sam Liver. No, 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 no. He starts tomorrow. <laughs> he already he already has a match at WrestleMania. Seth yeah. Rollins doesn't, but Braun Breaker yeah. does. I'm telling you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I could see Tony getting the the championship. I hope he does. From Dolph Ziggler. Why not? I love it. <laughs> With the help of Mikey, of course. Yeah, because Mikey throws pasta in his face, and Tony <laughs> gets the A meatball throws a meatball at him. <laughs> <laughs> And his gimmick is Chef Boy RD. The letters R and D. Stop. Cousin Mikey got goaded tonight. Yo, Cousin Mikey for 2024. Uh, So let's talk about the other semifinal match for the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai. Versus Casey, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter with Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray winning. Uh, Alfred, what did you think of this match? Unbelievable. I thought this was a very, very good match. One of the best matches in the brief history of NXT 2.0. Just how the crowd got into it. Did a good job getting them into it. A lot of fun spots. This Casey and Caden have done a good job. You can tell they're really working on their tag team moves, this double team and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, they hung right in there with Io and uh, Kaylee Ray, and I thought this was this is a banger, man. Yeah, yeah, this was incredible. I had so much fun watching this match. They over deliver. I think Casey and Caden have really grown on me. Maybe they're just not going to as many music festivals, and they're just working on perfecting their craft. Because I don't know what happened, but lately. And I'm not saying they were bad, but it just feels like like they leveled up, right? Like mm-hmm. I saw this match and I was like, these girls leveled up because I don't remember them being this good. And it obviously takes two, four in this case, to tango. And Io and, and Kylie Ray were incredible as well. Overall, my I think it was my favorite match of the night. It was the last man standing and then these women came out and killed it. So I was very happy to see. It was very good. It was a very, very good match. I'm so excited for the finals next week. Me too. Me too. It's going to be good. That'd be a good final. I could see it going either way. I, I picked I know. Wendy and Dakota to win, but and just like with the men's Dusty final, I saw that going either way, and this one too, so that'll make it a better match, I think. Yeah, we'll see where it goes, but I, I'm with you. I'm 50-50 on that match, and NXT likes 50-50 booking, so there you go. <laughs> Very good. Definitely watch this if you didn't check out the show live tonight. Uh, we had uh, Blade and Inofe took over the serving roles in the Toxic Lounge. With their thirsty asses. Yep. <laughs> and after Yotra and Kaylee Ray won, Mandy Rose was attacked by Cora Jade. Yeah, she was not having none of that. Yeah. 
And that was the last time we saw the Toxic Lounge, right? Yeah, because then they kept yeah. it. Toxic Lounge has to shut down early and they have to. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's, that's not fair. <laughs> I'm a fan of the Toxic Lounge. It's an yeah, interesting really gimmick, you know, to give them a presence in the show. Yeah. Uh, so we had Indy Hartwell backstage watching a replay of her and Persia's loss to Dakota Kai. And Persia comes in with Duke Hudson asking Indy where she's been. Uh, what's up with Dexter, man? He's heartbroken. He's sad. I'm I'm very 50-50 on this because I do agree with Persia because when when Indy was spaced out about Dexter and Dexter being in the hospital and this and that Persia was fighting these matches alone. So why is, is, is Indy not being supported of Persia? Is it because she's dating the ex, which obviously breaks girl code. That's a whole different kind of conversation. But Indy does need to remember that Persia really, really stepped up when she was caught up in her little love story. So let her have hers. I think Indy's a little jealous. Mm. Might be, or maybe she just knows that Duke Hudson's trash and she wants to protect her friend. Nah, is nah, because she, she decided to date him. So she's going to let her learn on her own. She, you're going to break girl code? I'm not going to warn you about him. Have fun. And Persia was uh, making out with Duke Hudson. Again, the horniest wrestling show on was. TV. NXT 2.0. Uh, Wally's World Buck 99. Vince is about to replace Theory for Braun ASAP. Uh, uh, speaking of the thirst uh, online, uh, Brooks talking about how he needs to find a woman interacting with the Wrestling Inc. account. And I suggested Alfred Mania Weekend. You take him to Applebee's. You could be Brooks's uh, wingman. Holla at your boy, Brooks. Let's go to Applebee's. I'll introduce you to some nice older ladies who know how to handle. I know that you're a virgin, so you need some experience. Holla at your boy. I know some women who have experience and will be able to ease you in to the sexual escapades of your life. Okay, we'll save the rest of that for Friday where I'll be broadcasting live from Pahrump, Nevada, where uh, <laughs> you can buy fireworks and other things are legal, I yeah. hear. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton's in the back talking to Mackenzie Mitchell. She's going to uh, fight Saray next week. Yeah. MSK, like uh, Danny Zuko in Greece stepping up when Kaniki was out. MSK stepping in tonight for Creed to fight Imperium. But wouldn't you know it, Creed rallied and uh, broke up the match. Yeah, this crowd wanted nothing to do with either of these teams. They wanted the Creed brothers. They got the Creed brothers. Fabian Eichner got almost too much of the Creed brothers. He almost got murdered on that suplex. He, oh, my Where God. <laughs> he bailed the hell out of that. But he's like, no, we're not doing this. Oh he landed God. right on his freaking head. The crowd had the Creed Brothers signs. Like I, I can only imagine how disappointed it must have felt the person that printed all the signs and passed them around when at the beginning of the show they were like, Yeah, you're not getting this match. I didn't like this move by MSK. I thought I thought it was I thought it was sneaky. I thought it was petty. They're like Creed Brothers can go, I'll go for it, you know. So I'm glad the Creed Brothers came out and messed them all up. If this leads to a triple threat instead is going to be an insane match. And we have seen a lot of insane tag team triple threats throughout the last two days. And I also think these guys can be up there with the matches that we just saw. Yeah. So backstage in the gym, Draco Anthony's working out. Joe Gacy 
Harlan, Zion Quinn. This is setting up a tag match. I'm assuming. Wait a minute. I got to say something. Okay, Glenn. I'm sorry to interrupt, but the way that the camera was there and these guys working out in Harlem is just in the background staring at like super creepy. I've experienced that in the gym almost every day. And it was... <laughs> He gave me PTSD when you're working out and you feel the creep just staring at you. That's really all I could think about. I just needed to share that. Well, it's good on International Women's Day that they're now subjecting the men to that treatment. So that's what he gets. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Alfred. We excited for the tag match? No. No. I mean, what the hell has been happening with Zion Quinn? I forgot he was even in the company. <laughs> yeah. So, triple threat for the NXT title. Braun Breaker defending against Tommaso Ciampa, whose respect he's earned, and Dolph Ziggler. I knew the... Dolph was going to win. As soon as he said, hit my music, the good one, I was like, oh, it's over. It's over. Dolph is winning. Way to bury your new theme music. Yeah, I don't like, we've talked about it on this podcast how much we don't like Dolph Ziggler's new theme song, but he didn't have to say it too. Petty. <laughs> really good match. Bobby Roode interfering. Um, man, it seemed like they were setting up where Tommaso had a chance. Breaker looked good. But then because of Roode's interference, Dolph Ziggler got a win. I mean, we've talked at length about how NXT 2.0 is supposed to represent a new era, new talent, new stars, new superstars. They've consistently, with the exception of Braun, lost to black and gold veterans. And we've been told that's the past. That's not where NXT is going anymore. But tonight, Dolph, the Potsy Weber of SmackDown and Raw, shows that in the WWE's eyes, the main roster is still head and shoulders above what they consider developmental. And Dolph is our new NXT champion. Oh, my God, those words. I wouldn't take it too seriously. I think he's a transitional champion. I expected him to win when he lost on Raw. I was thinking the way WWE likes to do this 50-50 booking, I thought he was going to win this week. And I think it's in WWE's mentality that it's better when a babyface chases toward a big event like Stand and Deliver. So Braun Breaker and Dolph Ziggler looks like he's going to chase Dolph Ziggler for that title and probably win it at Stand and Deliver. I expect him to win it, but you never know. You never know if Vince was so impressed because, I mean, what, from what I saw from Braun Breaker on Raw, I'm like, this guy really should be on the main roster. It's time. Mm. Um, and yeah. as a heel, too, because even this NXT crowd, they've already probably heard the chatter of how much the office likes him and they were booing him and they were cheering for uh, Braun. They were cheering for anybody but Braun Breaker. They were cheering for Champa. They were cheering for Ziggler. They even cheered for Bobby Roode when he broke up a fall that Braun Breaker would have won. So he needs to get the hell out of NXT, but I do think he's going to beat Dolph Ziggler at Stanford. I don't hate Dolph Ziggler in NXT, guys. I'm sorry. Don't kick me off the stream. I think he's doing amazing work there. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad at this booking decision. Yes, it sounds a little weird because it's NXT and we're supposed to be back to a developmental brand. But I, I've been a fan of everything Dolph has done since he showed up. And what did they really have for Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode at WrestleMania? Nothing. They weren't going to be doing mm -hmm. anything. Maybe the Battle Royal. We're here. You can really elevate new talent and do something for this NXT show that's going to happen at 12 p.m. You got to oh, yeah. give people something to show up to this event in Dallas. And I do think this this could help. And Dolph Ziggler, he's good at what he does. 
do you okay wait so you think there's going to be talent or not talent there's going to be fans they're gonna say you know i could go to the morning of access i could sleep in but dz is in the main event of nxt takeover stand and deliver i'm getting out of bed early i'm braving the traffic and i'm gonna go watch that and i'm assuming that's gonna be the different venue than mania problem yeah it's gonna be all the way in downtown and then you're gonna yeah. drive the whole freaking hour to arlington to get to at&t stadium like it's going to be a mess, but I don't. I haven't seen any announcements for access. I will assume they're doing access, but I haven't seen any announcements well, for it even yet. Even without that, remember Dallas, what it was like getting yeah. to AT&T yeah. Stadium, waiting in line oh, outside yeah. AT&T Stadium, um, trying to navigate that. Unless I was staying right near the hotel, which I recommend there's an loft right across from the convention center. That's like kind of the discount branch of the W hotels. So you can get a room for like, yeah. you know, 150 bucks smaller but nice uh, i recommend saying they're right across from the convention center i recommend you rent a car well i don't know i don't know if renting a car is good because it, it, you're not gonna get to to at&t stadium if you're staying in downtown for cheap if you're gonna oh, uber yeah. it two nights That's for true. four times but the parking yeah. was like 60 dollars back then to park at at&t stadium so it's gonna be like a hundred this time i don't know you mark my words on this it's gonna be like I'm going to sound like an old person here. Uh, it's going to be like in 1995 when the headliners of Lollapalooza, you got to see uh, uh, Cypress Hill played and then Hole <laughs> played and then Sonic Youth played and everybody walked to their car while Sonic Youth was playing. <laughs> everybody is going to be getting the F out of there when DZ takes on BB in the main event uh, because the, the, the watch Peacock on their phones from the Ubers going to Mania because they want to get to Mania. That it's, is... it's, it's an insane weekend. And that's like you said, Glenn, without including access. You're talking, you have SmackDown and the Hall of Fame the night before. Yeah. And then you have NXT plus WrestleMania and then WrestleMania. And if you stay for the Raw after, like it's going to be exhausting. I've done that kind of weekend and I just can't believe they're doing those two events on the same day. Like it makes no sense. No, if they do do an access, I think the show's screwed. I really don't think they should do an access, all things considered, with right. all this logistics. I, I really think this will be an empty building if they do an access and, and have to mix that in. They're going to cannibalize. The only way that you can make this work is if you make a make believe arena outside of ATT Stadium. Yeah. And that's where yeah. NXT takes that place. Is that's the only percent. place that this will work. That is a thousand percent where they should do it. And I feel bad if Tony D'Angelo does get the title at stand and deliver because if Dolph is in that match, I, people are not going to disrupt their plans to watch that in person. That is not going to be Shinsuke versus Sami Zayn. And there's no Dolph. Right. Dolph can wrestle. We've established that from in terms of star power. Got to see it. He but is Glenn, not. What if Mike, if, if Mikey is involved, oh, it's true. that could be Mikey's the game changer. Game. That could be the game changer. Glenn. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I, I, I've been begging for NXT. I don't know, because lately I've been really into the crowd. Once again, tonight, the crowd delivered. So I have actually been into the crowd at the Capitol Wrestling Center. But I've been begging for NXT to get out of there, to, to just yeah. change it up. I feel like this is the one event that should have happened in Orlando. And then that way it's going to be packed. The people that are not in Dallas are going to pack up the place, and I'm going to bring the energy, and people can watch it as you're, you know, paying $150 for an Uber or gas to get to AT&T State. <laughs> I wonder if they could do that in the parking lot as a separate... I don't know if they could do that as a separate ticketed event. I think they could do it for free, yeah. but I don't see them doing... Well, I don't know. I wonder how much... 
that'd be interesting. It's interesting. And if they announce, because tickets haven't gone on sale for Stand and Delivery yet, there's going to be a pre-sale soon. I guess we'll right. know more about the official venue soon. But yeah, that's... And, and you know what's funny about Hall of Fame? I remember even the year we were all there, it was kind of becoming the known secret of like access is actually really fun to go to on Hall of Fame night. Yeah, that was, that was my... People. That was my best kept secret because they had everybody from the main roster on the red carpet. So all of the NXT superstars were hanging out at Access. Go to Access during Hall of Fame. You're going to meet all your favorite NXT if superstars. If you wanted to meet Tino Sabatelli with a bad attitude, looking completely uninterested and taking a photo with you or signing an autograph when you were trying to talk to him and because you felt bad for him that literally nobody wanted his autograph, <laughs> Access that night was the time to be there. And then you got back in line when you saw, oh, they're going to put Asuka in next there. So I'm going to hang around pretending like I want Tino's autograph. Then they're going to swap that out. I'm going to go up and meet Asuka really quick. It's funny, Glenn, because you mentioned how you had your first taste of like viral as a fan. I had that happen at that act because Tim Ball was an NXT champion and he was interrupted by Kevin Owens. And Kevin yeah. Owens like started asking him, how can I get your apps? And then Ben started telling him, you have to eat healthy. And Kevin Owens was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And I recorded it and tweeted it. And I think they both retweeted. And I remember that tweet went crazy. It was, it was awesome. hilarious. That was, that, was the best, that was the best access. I got to meet Asuka, Bailey, Finn, Shinsuke. They were all there during the, while the Hall of Fame was happening. Why yeah, not have this remember. show at Access? Because they have had some NXT shows and even TV tapings at WrestleMania mm-hmm. Access. Why not kill two birds with one stone? People would congregate to that event instead of having to leave access and go to another building. This is going to look so like C-show if they try and do this as a separate ticketed event. Mm -hmm. And how do you do it? Because from a broadcast point of view, you almost need one to flow seamlessly into the other. You know, and AT&T Stadium, last time they were there, that was not like we got really lucky. We got there early that morning. I think we skipped access the morning of Mania. We got there an hour before doors open, and we were very lucky that we got in right when doors opened, or like about half an hour after doors. Well, there was opened. a bunch of people that didn't get in. Remember the first two matches yeah. of the pre-show? It was still empty. I got in because I like walked in front of everyone and just got in. But <laughs> you're ungovernable. I... You, your so- <laughs> Isa is a sovereign nation, and she does not subscribe. Ungovernable. <laughs> I'm not gonna be part of the system. <laughs> That's your, that's your wrestling gimmick. The rules don't apply to me. I refuse to respect uh, your domain and authority. So I refuse to do that lying, and that's what I refuse to do. Yes. <laughs> that lying was crazy. No, it was terrible. And so that's people remember that there is no way this this is this, like I'm gonna have to look at the start times. This could potentially be a huge disaster for NXT because why yeah. would you go to WrestleMania and not want to go to WrestleMania? Right. It makes no sense. Now, for people that want to skip the line, if you have kids, I'm going to give you a, a tip that I used when my nephew was young. Now he's a grown man, so I can't do it anymore. But I used to make him fake cry, and I would pretend that he was lost, and I was looking for his mom, and that's how we would skip all of the lines at the amusement parks. <laughs> people fell for it every time. I was well, just crying saying, Mommy! And I'm like, oh, he can't find his mom. Excuse me, I'm looking for his mom. And then, you know. Somehow we just sneaked in there. Uh, Issa, why are you covering wrestling? Why are we getting like Issa's grifter tips? On, uh, <laughs> Every week we need one of these. I might have to start my own series now. <laughs> Issa's going to be like, you know, if you keep different cups from fast food restaurants, you could just walk in and get that refill without paying. Oh no, that's gross. <laughs> 
No, but if you keep a tiny bottle of Bacardi, you can make any drink an alcoholic drink. If you tell DoorDash the item didn't arrive, they will complain. And if you complain, or they will give you a credit. And if you complain loud enough, they will give you a bigger credit worth greater than the than the item itself. If you put a dead cockroach in your food at Applebee's, they'll give you a new meal for free. <laughs> Alfred is an expert at Applebee's. We do know that. <laughs> uh, Wayne, $5 super chat. Alfred, thoughts on Sammy and Conti getting each other's names tattooed on each other. Worst idea than Cody's neck tattoo. Yes, it is. And I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm not a fan of tattooing a, a love interest names on your body. You don't know how long that's going to last. I've never really had that much of a problem with Cody's neck tattoo because that's just who he is. He bets on himself. So, of course, he's going to put his brain on his neck where everybody can see it, hoping that it turns into something to make him look smart for doing it. But, uh, listen, these kids are in love. They have an us-against-the-world mentality because of how this love story came about and how people think it came about and uh, how a lot of people are backlashing against them for their love story. But... Uh, I guess it'll bring them closer together by tattooing their names on their bodies. So more power to them. Now for Ty, if it doesn't work out, she can just tell everyone it's for Sammy Davis Jr. And if it doesn't work out for Sammy, he can just have it expanded to say, press start to continue. <laughs> Wait, how do you make that out of Ty? Out of Conti. Did he get Conti oh, or did he get Conti? Ty? Okay, we got Conti. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was actually pretty good. That was Stephen Marcuccielli, Buck ninety nine, Cody versus Rollins, or Rollins versus Breaker for WrestleMania. No, uh, Cody listen. versus Rollins. If Cody's coming, that's what I want to see. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Cody versus Rollins would be a good match. Great match, actually. Mm-hmm. Have we just been all tro- trolled with this Cody Rhodes thing? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just think, well, this is, I think, this is what I always say about Cody. Again, the guy who bets on he knows what he's worth, and that's the number that he has in his mind, and he's not going to go a dime below it. So it might be a money thing. It just might be, this is what I want, and if I don't get it, I don't care who's offering it to me. I'm going to go and get what I'm worth. Do we think it's a money thing, or maybe more of a creative, wanting to be the face of a brand kind of thing? I don't know, because I just remember when AEW first got established, we all angry tweeted Cody when something went wrong. And then Tony Khan slowly kind of like took over that where Cody wasn't the person that everybody blamed when something went wrong with AEW, you know? So I wonder if he just misses the day where he felt like he was the guy. I'm speculating here. I'm just saying. Yeah, Do you but think... when I say what he's worth, I'm not just talking about him. I'm just talking about right. everything he feels he's owed or, or that he knows he can deliver. He has a, a worth. And then if anybody, whether it's WWE or AEW, goes below that, he's just not going to negotiate. Right. So there you have it, folks. No, go ahead. You were saying something. I felt like you were on to something. Oh, so, I was, yeah. so Vince has never watched AEW a day in his life. He's heard about it. So he was like, oh, Cody's available. I guess he was a big star in AEW. It's higher and back. And then he saw a photo and saw the neck tattoo. And it was like, this is never going to work. <laughs> we can't put this on the air. Children watch this show and look up to our superstars. And this is just irresponsible. This is sending the wrong message. Friendly reminder, Brock Lesnar has a tramp stamp, so I think you can overcome pretty much anything. Hey, you do not talk. Do you want Brock Lesnar to come talk to you about his tramp stamp? I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying what he's got. He's got a tramp stamp. So Vince McMahon is able to get over that. Listen, I think that there has been a lot of changes. I I remember an episode of Total Divas 
back in the day where Paige got yelled at for getting a tiny tattoo that it was visible. And now you have superstars out there like Rhea Ripley, who's fully tatted, fully pierced. I think that WWE is making an effort into, like, we've seen Kevin Owens go from a little tattoo to full-on sleeves now. I think WWE is starting to make an effort to be more open-minded when it comes to wrestlers expressing themselves and their own art in their bodies. I am not against tattoos or piercings myself. I don't think that's but, the uh, that is It's an ugly tattoo, though. Yeah, that's an ugly the issue. That's the issue. <laughs> it could be, it could be like tat yourself, put holes in yourself all you want. If it looks cool, if it looks good, you know, that's one thing. But that tattoo is bad. What if it's yeah, the opposite? Yeah, what yeah. if Vince loves it so much he's trying to trademark the tattoo? And that's where the holdup is. Is that Vince wants to trademark and own that tattoo? And, and Vince is gonna get one himself. So they're they match. What if he what if he turns him into nightmare dust instead of stardust? Nightmare <laughs> dust. <laughs> That is solid. That is a solid gimmick. Nightmare dust. Nightmare dust. I love it. I might make a cocktail and name it that, actually. Nightmare dust. (laughs) Doesn't really roll off the tongue. Nightmare dust. Brian Berry, 499. The new Batman was epic. I have not seen it. Yeah, it was. Phenomenal movie. I haven't (laughs) seen it yet. No spoilers. Trevor Stick, we'll call him Angel <laughs> Dust. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Come, and then he like wrestles people who aren't even in the ring. Vince is like, why is the crowd chanting PCP when he's out there on the ring? <laughs> that could be his finisher, the PCP. Angel Dust, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Is that even still a thing anymore? I feel like like that was the eighties. That was like the eighties big scare drug that they yeah. you know gonna take angels. Yeah, yeah. It's old school. Um, well, we're not gonna top that, folks. No, that's it. <sighs> okay, uh, I gotta go. We're watching uh, the Young oh, Indiana Jones Chronicles. Uh, Brian Barry Buck 99. What do y'all think of the Austin promo? I have not seen it, but uh, you two, I think he's talking about Stone Cold. We talked about it in the beginning of the show. I personally loved it, yeah. Short, sweet to the point. It was an Austin promo, it was amazing. It'll be good, it will be good. Cool, everybody. Uh, okay, have a good week. Friday night, we'll see you back here for SmackDown and Rampage tomorrow night. Dynamite. Does Tony Khan have an announcement tomorrow night? Yeah, 1,000%. He should announce that he's got an announcement next week. (laughs) And then you know what? When he makes the announcement about the announcement, William Regal comes out and slaps him. Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Make it happen, please. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's go. There you go, folks. Uh, Everybody take care. We'll catch you back next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Have a good night. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.